pray everybody had a wonderful Resurrection Sunday, but last week, moving on. This week, judge righteously. All right? And I'm not just talking about, you know, hell fire, because I'm explaining that too. And how you should, you really shouldn't say that. Leave that up to the preacher. And even some preacher shouldn't do it. But you're supposed to, we are called to judge righteously. All right? Deuteronomy 1, 16 through 18. And I charge your judges at that time. This is God, okay? Saying, hear the causes between your brethren and judge righteously between every man and his brother. And the stranger that is with him, ye shall not respect persons in judgment, but ye shall hear the small as well as the great. Ye shall not be afraid of the face of man, for the judgment is God's, and the cause that is too hard for you, bring it unto me, and I will hear it. And I command you at that time all the things which ye should do. Okay? Now, we are called to judge righteously. It say that clear as day. So when people say, oh, don't judge me. No. No, 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 no. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says to judge righteously. Between every man and his brother. So every man, every sister, every little brother, every little niño and nina. Am I saying that right? Okay. <laughs> All you're supposed to make good decisions between whatever the matter is about it. That's why I got this picture up here. You have Christ and you have sin. Christ outweighed sin. Thank God for that. Even though when people think about it, it's like, oh, oh, why did he have to suffer? He didn't suffer. You be suffering forever. That was a that was a righteous judgment that he made on my behalf because we could not do it. We are all judges. Ooh. Yeah, I said it. We all are judges. And that's not a bad thing. It's not because, here, for a prime example, when I ask my family what they want to eat for, for dinner tonight, tomorrow, whatever, sometime this week, they're going to put their hand on their head and they're going to start thinking. I know two going to say McDonald's. I know one of them going to say maybe Freddy's, maybe a, baked, a loaded baked potato, no bacon. <laughs> Me? I eat BLT and I go to bed. I, I, that, that's just that, that's just for an example, right? Did we judge you? Did I did I did they give me righteous judgments? Yes, no, no, they did. That's the decision that they made. What they want to further tell me? That's it. People think it's a bad. It's not a bad word. It's not judging is not a bad. It's not a bad word. It's not. But there are certain contexts that you have to understand that it's supposed to be used in. Now, a judge sitting on a, uh, a, a panel, listening to somebody's argument, and then passing a judgment or a decision about what is to happen to that particular person or this particular defendant or, 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 or whatever, that's different. But we are supposed to make good judgments. We are. I'm looking for a house. I need to find a house without a crack foundation. Because if I don't judge righteously, boy, I'm going to be mad when I got to go fix it. Because it's expensive. 
So we are we are all judges. There's nothing wrong with that. If it, like I said before, there's a certain type of judgment you got to keep your mouth off of. It's not for you. You shouldn't even be thinking. You think you got to slap that thought out your head. That's not because it's only reserved for God. You and I are not to condemn. That judgment is left up to God alone, and we need to know the difference. You do not condemn another human being. You don't. You don't even want to be a part of that. Let God handle that. We don't have the, the supreme understanding from the beginning to the end to make a judgment like that, to make a decision like that. That's why I, 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 I don't want to do jury duty. I don't. Especially no murder trial. I don't want to be responsible for sending a man to jail. Even if he is guilty, let the, let the experts handle that one. I'll pray for him. That's my job. My job as a preacher and a pastor. I will I will pray so I will snot so hard for him, you won't even you won't see my face. But I don't want to have to be I don't want to be responsible for that. Not that. If I can help it. Don't judge my choices if you don't understand my reasons. That's right. Somebody like ranch on their chicken, I gotta fix my face and not frown up. Because I don't eat ranch with my chicken. I don't. Don't be looking at me like that. <laughs> Luke 6, verse 37. Judge not, and ye shall not be judged. Ooh. Condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Ooh. Forgive, and ye shall be forgiven. Hmm. If you don't know the person 100%, learn to keep your mouth shut. Shut it up. It's not your business. It's not your business. That's why, I, I, you know, you know I, I pick on the celebrities a lot, but I pick on them because, you know, you have made a decision to put your life out in front of everybody. For the world to for the world to see, and the Bible says, if you do it out in the open, I can talk about it. So, you put your world out there. You put you put your life out there, not, not, and it's not just, it's not just you, because you put your your family, you put your children, you put your career, you put everything out there for everybody to see. For everybody, not, and then the moment they want a little piece of privacy, they say, "Oh no, 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 no." The paparazzi not letting you have that. Sitting outside your window, taking pictures. Oh, they eat not only the, the most exquisite restaurants. He just want a cheeseburger. Leave that man alone. She wants the she wants the, the grassiest salad she could find. It's so earthy, you know, you, you, she still pull the weeds out when she eating it. But y'all but people want to take pictures of that. But see, you gave them license to do that. Because you put your Life out in front. You made an unrighteous judgment about your life. I believe in pri pri privacy. I know it's pronounced privacy here, but I, I like privacy. Privacy. I don't know. Oh, you know what I do in my my house is my business. It ain't your business. Go get yourself some. It's a very controversial verse. And most people don't and don't know what it really means. When he says, don't judge, judge not, and you won't be judged, he's saying, just like we were just discussing, don't look at somebody's decisions and think that you're better. 
You ain't better. You're not. Most of us are one or two decisions from, from being right with being right where the homeless people are at. The average American is two pay, pay two paychecks away from being homeless. Two. So that's a month. You go a month without 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 getting paid, it might be over for you. You might not ever be able to recover. And I can honestly say, my wife and I have been through situations like that where we were, we were down to one income and it wasn't enough, and God still brought us through. That might not be your story. So you might want to make a change. Some of y'all judge righteously when you marriage your spouse. Uh-oh, you made a good decision. How do we know? You've been married for 30 plus years. And you still like each other. I don't understand people who get married and don't like the person that they married. I'm not saying you got to be all giddy and can't breathe and have heart palpitations every time you speak or speak his or her name. But you should at least like him. I mean, like him. We watched this, this so-called comedian talk about, you know, I've been married 30 years, man, I need two queen beds in my hotel. What? I don't even understand that. How you won if you two? Even if you, I know it was a joke, but it wasn't funny to me. I can't sleep if my significant other ain't in the bed. I'm looking around. Where art thou? <laughs> where, where, where are she? <laughs> Man, I need to go to bed and I need to wake up in the morning. And uh, there's a body that's supposed to, there's a presence that's supposed to be here. And it's not. Some of you have judged righteously when you dedicated yourself to getting educated. And disciplined yourself until you finished. It costs a whole lot of money to go to school. It costs, oh Lord, it costs a whole lot of money to go to school. Do y'all have y'all y'all have not seen the numbers yet? I'm telling you right now. I, I promise you. Some people are walking away with over a hundred thousand dollars of student loan debt before they get a job. You didn't make $100,000. You spent $100,000 on a guess that you'll get a job when you graduate. 100K. But you, you, we'll go do that, though. We'll do that. Oh, I, I, I know. Because most people do get a job, and they do begin to pay off their debt. It's just a 45 when they finally make the last payment. That's just the only thing about it. But they do. But they discipline themselves. And, I, and for, for just for, 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 you know, for, to spell it out, we're talking about the doctors do this all the time. But they can do that because they make, come, they make a lot of money. They work a lot of hours. They work a whole, oh my God, I don't know how they do it sometimes. They work a lot of hours. Some have judged righteously when raising your children up in the up in the name of the Lord. How do we know that? Because you just will not let the world raise your kids. You won't. You won't let them. I let y'all on little see. I had a little situation this week. I know. I know the teacher did not expect me to ask, say, "Hey, I need you to call me," because it's not your job to raise my son. It's my job to raise my son. And I need to keep it that way. And I'm going to do it all the way up until he's he grown. I won't do it as much as he when he gets grown. Because he's grown. 
But right now, he belongs to me. And it's my job to raise him up in the Lord. And I'm just not going to let the world do it. That's probably why she laughed at the end of the conversation. She's like, oh, he's serious. I sure am. How you feel about your children? Judging righteously in layman's terms can simply mean make good decisions in all that you do. Make a good decision. Make a good decision. When Jesus says judge not, he means don't be looking at someone else's decisions and thinking you're better because you ain't. Like I just said, we all are trying to do the right thing. At least I hope you are. I, if you a believer, you best be trying to make the, the best decision. Have you ever met a have you ever met a hater doing better than you? Me neither. I ain't met him yet. How you gonna hate on something I'm doing and think you better? You're not better. I'm not better than the next person. Only man I'm trying to be better than is the man I was yesterday. Today, I'm trying to be better than him. That's it. That's all I need to be better than. That's all I'm called to be better than. I'm, trying, I'm, I'm called to grow in the Lord responsibly. And so are you, not just me. Listen, we all are one or two bad decisions away from being messed up. And I just told you why. Thank God for grace. Thank God for grace. His unmerited favor. Sometimes I'll be like, Lord, I need you to sprinkle some of that favor on it right now. Because uh, it's looking a little thin. And he does. If you do what you're supposed to be doing, he does. That's why we don't preach miracle season and harvest and all that other nonsense. Ain't no, I'm not selling little bottles of holy water for $25.99. You know, you ain't gonna sow no seed of a hundred and get no thousand. You ain't gonna get it from here. I'm the wrong, used to run. You need to go talk to, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Peter Popoff. <laughs> talk to him. Talk to all them. Uh, Creflo and all those other preachers, I can't help you because I don't believe in that. There is prosperity in the gospel, but it's not the prosperity they're talking about. Our Bible tells us I, he wants our soul to prosper, not just your pockets, not just your house. You don't need a golden toilet. What you going to do with that? That don't even make no sense. You got to poop in that. Take that bad boy straight to the doggone pawn shop. How much you get in front of Ephesians 2 and 8. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. It's a free gift. Meaning you can't boast about something that was freely given to all men that will receive it. If you confess your sins unto God, and you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, and Savior of all, you will be saved. It's a free gift. He did it like that for a reason. The Bible talks about how the, uh, the, the Jewish leader went out praying against, oh, thank God I'm not a publican, or I'm not a tax collector, or I'm not a woman, and I'm not this, and I'm not that. And the other guy was on the other side, head down, wouldn't even look up to heaven, beat his chest and say, Lord, forgive me, I'm a sinner. Whose prayer was heard that day? The Bible says. The publican. He humbled himself. 
He said, Lord, I am what you said I am. Can you forgive me and make me better? Can you help me? Versus the other old trifling jive turkey dude talking about how much better he is than him. First off, if you even say that about yourself, you definitely ain't better than a woman. Women are equal to men. They just have different functions than we do, you dummy. But people will do that. They think their position exalts them. Mm -mm. Let me step back from you because when you fall, you're going to make a hole in the ground. Don't y'all like free 99? 999. Is it out of your mind? Did it go out of business? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I guess it didn't work out for them. <laughs> uh, God don't owe you anything. He don't, us, he don't owe us nothing. All that, you hear, see, I got to deal with this too. All that restitution people talk about, bruh, you can kiss that 48 as the mule goodbye because he ain't coming. You waiting on the government to give you something. You tripping. You better get your butt up. See, that's, that's the beauty about America. You can wake up right now out your sleep, get on the computer, go to the library, formulate a plan, execute that plan. Yeah, it's going to be rough in the beginning, but you will receive, you can pretty much receive the fruit of your labor, especially if it's profitable. If somebody starts believing, yes, yes, you can. It's, it's happening time. People are becoming millionaires more and more day by day, and they're not doing much of nothing. Don't take that much. You want some restitution? Get your butt up and get a job. Get some skills. That's why I preach the, that's why I, I, I preach the trade. Get a trade. They can't take that from you. And it's, it's a fraction of the cost to get a trade than it is to go to college. I say that too. Yes, I'm taking money out of them people's out of them, them big old schools. Yes, I am. Go get go get a trade. You'll, I, I promise you'll appreciate it. Be an electrician, a plumber, uh, HVAC, a mechanic, whatever. They can't take those skills from you. And then they pay you to keep getting your skills. Once you get in, oh, come on, man. You know, I keep going with that. Yeah, but all that restitution folks holler about, yeah, if you want it from God, you're going to come up short. God ain't giving you. You don't care about that. You are not the, you are not the chosen people. You're not. You're not you know, the tribe of Judah. Look, I don't know who is. I don't know who ain't. I know you just not. I know we have the opportunities that we have today because God gave us those opportunities. Why are you still, why are you still mad? Just work. I ain't worked all pandemic. Please, just work. They pay, they, they want people to come back to work. Because the fact that you're standing up breathing on your own is a miracle. That's the only restitution that God owes. He said you have another day to get it right. Amen. That's what you got. What you going to do? A good decision maker will be known by the fruit of those decisions. You know, you can't have the can't get right syndrome. Can't get right was a character off the movie Life. Can't get right had the baby by that by the boss's daughter. <laughs> you don't want to be can't get right. You don't. Matthew 7 and 20. Wherefore, by their fruits, ye shall know them. That first apple looked real good. That second apple, I ain't eat that. I definitely ain't eating that third apple. Because it's got a spot right by the stem. That fourth one, oh my gosh. 
it looked more like a prune. The the fifth one is smashed. I'm not eating nothing smashed. I'm not. And the last one, I don't even know what that is. I have no I have no answer for that. None. I ain't eating no rock stuff, man. I'm a child of God. <laughs> See, yeah, there I go. <laughs> I, I am. Look, now I'm not stop. <laughs> Prophets are held to this same standard. Oh, yes, they are. Oh, yes, they are. If what they say isn't true, then their fruits is rotten or dead. And they cannot be trusted. And the Bible is so clear about how you tell whether a prophet is a true prophet. Oh, I, I, I just I just want to spell it out for you. I feel like I covered it up a little bit, but that's okay. You know where it said. Deuteronomy 18 and 22. When a prophet speaketh in the name of the Lord, if the thing follow not, I mean it is not coming to pass after he opened up his big fat trap, nor come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord hath not spoken. But the prophet has spoken it presumptuously, thou shalt not believe him or her. Don't believe the prophet lying. You're not prophesying, you prophet lying. You trying to make somebody make a righteous decision based off what you said and you giving them false information. You trash, bruh. Or sis. We had somebody do that. God said you're going to have three businesses. Girl, shut up. You better go raise your children. Pick one man and have a family. And I don't need you coming. You know, I, I'm going to tell you why that irritates me. Why? I'm the head. I don't need you speaking over my family's life. What we what we gonna do? God he can speak to me. We on a one first face to face uh, conversation. He speaks to my wife too. Why do we need that third party? I don't even know you. I don't. But you want to speak over? No, speak over your own self. Do that. Follow the plan God has for you. I know what the voice of God sounds like. I wouldn't be here today if I didn't. Don't y'all let nobody just be speaking over you, telling you all the time. And it's always money. You got anything else for me from the Holy Ghost? How about that? I'm missing a fruit. Can you help me with that? Well, see, no. Well, oh, then shut up. Don't let people do that to you. You don't. Don't let me do it either. If God tells you something, you wait till it comes to pass. That's, that, that's how you find out if it's, true, if it's truly from God or not. If a prophet tells you something, you wait. You don't get all and you don't get the breathing heavy and heart palpitations. No, you wait. Write it down. And then you wait. Let's see if this really happens. We have to judge whether or not the ones speaking to us are truly from God. So many church folks cannot see the fire behind the smoke because they rather feel good than actually be good. That's why when a so-called prophet comes to you trying to prophesy, just write it all down and let time show you whether they are prophesying or prophet lying. I don't, I don't particularly know who this pastor is, but I, he, I, I, his name is on him, so I'm giving him credit. Pastor Roland Cozy says, 
if the prophecy doesn't line up with the word, your prophet lied, not prophesying. Fact checked and true. If it don't line up with the word of God, it's, it's a lie. God is not going to contradict his word to tell you something. Amen. He's not going to do that. He's not. I don't care how, how, how much word the Lord has given you. He ain't going to violate his word. He said the man, Christ is the head of the man. The man is the head of the woman. Ain't nothing else after that. The children follow, follow behind. What are you talking about? He didn't mention a prophet. He didn't. That's the order. So why are you trying to go around the order? It's your prophecy. You yourselves have to judge righteously whether or not truth is being spoken to you. If I'm lying, you better run away from me as far as you can. There's no need you stay here listening to me open up my big fat trap and you open up your Bible and I'm a big fat contradiction to it. You run as fast as you can like the gingerbread man. If the truth isn't being spoken here, I don't want to be here either. I told y'all, I sat there, man, I, you know, and not to say we came from a church that wouldn't speak truth, but they did it with a broad spectrum. And I sat and I just did, I wasn't getting it. And I was just sitting there. You had to just soak up. So people, people what individuals would tell you, you just like, you just assumed it was true. The church was anointed, the pastor anointed, everybody, you know, filled the Holy Ghost and living, yada, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, it's like, um, no, it's an individual thing. You can't come to, come to God with their anointing. Amen. You can't. Where's yours at? I don't know. I, didn't told, I wasn't told I had to get one. You need to have your own. You need to have your own unction from the Holy Ghost. You can't go based on what your mama did 30 years ago. I prayed and I prayed and I prayed all night long. Yeah, she prayed that you would be saved. So God came to you and he keep coming to you. But you still have to make the decision. John 8, 36. And if you don't know, this is one of my favorite scriptures. If the son therefore shall make you free, he shall be free indeed. That's an indicative and an imperative. He is indicating that the Son of God can make you free, and it is an imperative that going to, which means you are going to follow through with it. He will make you free indeed. That is a commandment. I love that. Because that means if I put my trust in him, he going to break all the chains. He busts down all the doors. He making sure all the truth is given to me so that I cannot be deceived. The Bible tells us that if it won't possible the very elect would be deceived but because he came he is who he is I'm not judging is not only what we are called to do good decision making which is what I'm talking about if we are able to abide in Christ in this world the spirit of truth is in us so we have the ability to make good decisions if you ain't got the Holy Ghost you might just have a ghost your ghost ain't holy. There's something wrong with it. So yeah, yeah. And I ain't talking about speaking in tongues. I'm going to tell y'all again. That is not, it's not the Holy Ghost. It's not. You can akuna matata, what a wonderful phrase, all you want. That's not the Holy Ghost. That's not speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues, they speak in different languages fluently. They don't even, they ain't studied nothing. They just knew. They walked into a Greek and spoke Greek. Walked into an Italian and spoke it. 
walking to Ethiopian and spoke it. That's speaking in tongue. Now, I'm not going to touch the, the umlungada, yada, 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 because I don't know. I'm living at your life. I don't care about that. That's on you. All right? God bless you. First John 4, 6 to 8. We are from God. These are the leaders. We are from God. The person who knows God listens to us. That's the us, rest of us. If you're from God, you know what God's leaders sound like. Whoever is not from God doesn't listen to us. God's leaders will preach God's word. The way it's written. The way people understand it. This is how we recognize the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. If if a man or woman want to call ourselves a preacher or a pastor, whatever, decides to get up and starts preaching the gospel and it deviates from the word of God, you ought to be deviating out the door. Time to go. Where you going, brother? Oh, uh, you know what? Uh, I left my stove on. <laughs> Excuse me for lying, Lord. I got to get up out of here. No, don't do that. <laughs> just, 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 just leave. Yeah. Dear friends, let's, let's love each other because love is from God and everyone who loves is born from God and knows God. Ooh, this last, this last little part here, boy. It's, the person who doesn't love doesn't know God because God is love. You will hear homosexuals preach this soul. God is love. And because we love each other, then we are love. No. No, 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 no. You cannot take the last four words of description and twist it into make it up like, like they try to take the rainbow and try to make it into yours. It does not work. No, 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 no. You must take it in context. He said, he said something before. He said, dear friends, let's love each other because love is from God. And everyone who loves is born from God and knows God. So you can't love if you're not born from God. How can you be born from something he called an abomination? You didn't make a righteous judgment in that, did you? You couldn't have. Oh, 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 you, you, you judge it. I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to judge righteously. I'm supposed to make good decisions before God. Because I'm accountable for that. So the decision that you're trying to make don't fit. So I have to come against it. Now people don't, they, they, they say, oh yeah, y'all just so confrontative. It's the Christians we don't like. Look. You get mad at me for quoting something that you just read the same thing. I follow it and you don't. Why is that wrong? I ain't even bring up this kind of conversation. You brought it up. You feel some type of way about it. Why don't you just conform to what the word is saying and you can stop feeling that way? It's because you don't want to, you won't give it to you, you won't stop your flesh. You like it. You like the way your flesh feels. I don't like that burning feeling. I'm good. I like to be cool, calm, and collected at all times. Like the other side of my pillow. Cool. I don't need no issues. I don't need no issues. That's why you turn the hourglass over on those people too. They say, hey man, you know, you know, you can't keep living that life. And I ain't just talking about that particular sin. I'm talking about all sin. I see people just, man, like, man, they got they can't help it. It's just no, it's like, man, it's calling me. Yeah, it's calling you, all right. It's about to kill you. And then you got us over here. And God we trust. You gonna trust him? T R U S T. I know y'all recite Aretha. Can you can you recite God? T R U S T. 
Come on now. You don't try God, you trust him. Did he make you? Wonderfully made, are you? Beautiful on the feet? You preach the gospel? Come on now. Please notice how I have not brought up condemnation type judgment. Okay? I'm about to, I'm, I'm going to slow down talking so I can make this very clear. Because it shouldn't even be in your mind or mouth. That judgment is not left up to you. Even when Christ came, he, he said, I ain't come here to condemn nobody. I came to save the world, not condemn the world. There'll be a time for that, but now is not the time. So we also need to understand now is still not the time to be condemned. We need to be redeeming and forgiving so that we can get as many people as we can up there caught in the sky with us when it's time to go. Because you best believe Christ might be beyond time, but he got to watch. And he watching. And he said, uh, you got about um, um, time left before I come up out of there and get my people. Heaven and hell don't belong to us. It don't. I wish, oh, I, I wish I could pray this prayer and just pray y'all into heaven. Up, up, up you go. <laughs> just like that. No hell shall you see. <laughs> I wish, but I can't. I have to love y'all and teach y'all and pray for y'all and sometimes even cry for y'all and keep crying and cry some more and then go back and pray some more to keep y'all, you know, and, and the good God will keep coming to you and not keep loving on you. But we individually choose which one we will go to. You're going to make the choice. It ain't, all praying I'm doing, you still make the choice. However, None of us have the authority to send another to either one. If I tell somebody they're going to hell, it's because I heard God say, he said, he told them he don't stop, he's going. I'm not saying it just to be saying it because that's, that's rude, that's mean, that's disrespectful. But I have no problem telling them, I'm going to pull you to the side and tell you, brother, if you don't stop sinning, you don't stop sinning. There is no heaven for you. As a matter of fact, this is the only heaven you're going to get. God spoke that to me like no other, like he was like I'm sitting right in front of you. The reason why it may seem like the wicked is getting away with everything is because this is the only heaven that they're going to get. And because I reign on the just and the unjust, it seems that way. But best believe, get your eyes off them anyway, number one. Stop coveting and get your eyes on me and rest in me and you'll feel better about yourself. And most of the time, excuse me, heaven and hell don't belong to us, but we individually choose which one we will go to. However, none of us have the authority to send another, another to either one of those places. And most of the time, we don't say, I hope you go straight to heaven. No, rather, we bulk up and say, I hope you go straight to hell. burning hell. I have to get this out. I, oh, I hope you go ahead. You, you just go going up the yonder. I ain't never heard nobody say that to nobody. No. No, that's a song. You sang the song. Going up to Yonder, we're going up to heaven. But you said the minute, you're going to a burning hell, gnashing and weeping as well and off TV. Banish me. You know, they get real mad. They speak old King James. <laughs> like that makes any difference. 
But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who died and made you God Almighty? Huh? We aren't even supposed to signify each other as fools because God doesn't even make them. <laughs> Y'all see my tumble? Not in my house. Not in my house. You don't be condemning folks. We don't do that. Matthew 5 and 22. But I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of judgment. And whosoever shall say to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. But whosoever shall say, Thou fool, shall be in danger of hell fire. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Takes me back to Jonah. When God asked Jonah, he said, you know, did you make that plan? No. So why are you so angry about it dying then? Why are you so angry at somebody you didn't create? I made them. Shouldn't I be more better than you? Well, I can't. Just like Jonah, he said, you, you forgive him. You gonna forgive him and let him go. Well, did I forgive and let you go? Come on now. And, you know, we got to put the classic up. This is the original, not the new, that's the remake. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Hell is hot. Hell is everlasting torture and torment. And we are to warn people about it. Get away from the ledge. Once you go in there, ain't no coming, ain't no coming out. So that's why we got to get to you first. Danger. Intruder alert. Whatever, whatever floats your boat. Your words can pass critical harm to those who are in real need of the gospel. So we can't just speak out of anger or envy or jealousy. If you can't say something that brings life, don't go the opposite way and speak death, especially eternal death. You can't do that. We're going to play judge and jury? Okay, well, let's see how that works out for you when it's your turn. And somebody has to be judge and jury for you instead of God forgiving you. See how you like it. We are in the last days, meaning the time of our Lord is near. You don't want to be caught with the dagger in your hand, figuratively speaking, in the natural, but literally in the spirit. So, oh, if you if you cursing out your brother or your sister, you killing them in the spirit. Yes, you are. Rather, we should be speaking life just as our Savior spoke. John 13, 34 through 35. A new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another, uh, that you love one another as I, that I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples. If you have loved one to another, if you have loved one to another, Oh, I can't read this. Can you speak love until Jesus comes? Can you judge all things righteously in love and stay away from condemning others? We ain't supposed to be condemning people. We're not. We're not called to do that. I don't want to do that. And I don't want nobody to do it to me. 
That's why I, feel, I, I forgive quickly, as fast as I can, as fast as I can. I try to, nope, nope, Lord, forgive me, forgive them. Because I need it, they need it. I don't want to be, I don't want to be that guy. Who was that, uh, uh, Pastor Jamal Bryant got up there and did that message a couple years ago, talking about it's not that I'm angry, it's not that I'm bitter, it's just that I hit a point in my life where you ain't nothing Yada yada yada, and he declared the crowd went crazy. He made that declaration, and I just thought to myself, I said, "Man, you've been in ministry for so long. How many times can you skip over forgiveness before they start hitting you hard? You're supposed to be forgiving on people that hurt you and abuse you, especially a pastor. You gonna get we get beat up a lot. People say stuff about us. I'm, I'm a hood pastor, according to me. So somebody told me, you just too hood, brother. I'm truthful. I don't got time to butter you up and give you no information." You ain't special. You give, I give it to you straight, no chasing. That's, that's the only way you're going to receive it. We have to love one another. When you do wrong, you need to be judged righteously. You say, all right, we got to sit you down and you got to look at this situation and give the right, right assessment, get it right, so you can stop being doing dumb stuff. That's a righteous judgment. You, you want that. That's what police is for. They catch you, they send you to the judge, the judge judges righteously. Prayerfully, hopefully, and you move on with your life. You don't want some, because some guys, they're not going home because they acting up. They're not respecting authority. They don't respect their parents. They don't respect their wives. They don't respect their jobs. They just do crazy stuff. And now they want the white man to this. So, old Sodomite this and Edomite, excuse me, not Sodomite, Edomite this and all oh, you, my, you my enemy, you my oppressor. Bro, you your own oppressor. Because you out here judging every dog on thing without no information. You don't know. You don't. You don't. Oh, you just you sticking up for the. I ain't. I'm, I'm sticking up for the truth. I'm not holding somebody responsible for something they did 400 plus years ago. That was his granddaddy. That ain't even him. And I'm not holding you responsible for something that the other man just did to me. Why would I do that? I need the same forgiveness that you need. I'm not better. I'm not going to let you think you're better either. But still, we got to make good decisions, man, when we come down to living because if we don't, man, we're going to pay for it in the end. And I, I'm just, some stuff I know I'm going to get punished for. I know. Okay? That's, that's on me. But some stuff I'm just, I just ain't. I taint. I ain't getting, no, I'm not. I'm not going to compromise on his word. I'm not going to compromise on his holiness. And I'm not going to compromise on making him number one in my life. I'm just not. I'm not. No, I'm not. If he tell me I need to forgive him, I'm forgiving him. And I'm going to tell his people the same thing. Forgive him. Stop quitting. Because all of you, if you quit now, you're just going to be quitting forever. You might as well stay and work it out. Don't you imagine God quit on us? If he just said, you know what, we're making, we, God, God the Father, we're making new people. We're done with these. We're done. Off with their head. But he didn't do that. He volunteered. He volunteered to save us. If we would accept him. If we would love him. He volunteered. If that ain't love, I don't know what love is. Because the, the scripture just said, it said you, you have to be born of God to know how to love. You have to be born again. You have to be born into that family. I believe we're all born into that family and we have the ability to love one another. 
So if you hating on somebody, you weren't born again. You ain't saved. You can't. <laughs> I don't want to say you can't be saved, but it's hard for you to get saved right now. Until you start forgiving. I'm, I'm loose your heart, man. It's not that serious. We got time. You still breathing. You have time to get it right. And that's what I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray, Lord, that we, have, we, have, we get the time to get it right. Amen? Amen? Father God, we thank you right now that you have given us this day, Father, to get it right. To come to you, Father, asking humbly, Lord God, save the ones that we love. Lord God, don't let them go to a burning hell. Don't let them go somewhere away from us for all eternity. Lord God, your word says that if we are born of God, then we are we love the right way. Father, we, are, we know some people are right there on the cusp of it, Lord. They're right there at the edge, Father. And if you would just swoop in and just love them, Lord, and show us how to love them, Lord, that they will cross over into the family of Christ, the family of God, to be children of God, Lord God. And they, too, will be able to judge righteously, Father. They will be able to see things from the picture the way you want us to see it. They will not judge things from just the outer appearance. But they'll be able to see it through the spirit, Lord God, to understand that people are going through something and we need to pray for all. Father, I thank you right now, Lord God, because you saw me as well. Even in my wrong, Lord God, somebody was praying for me and you saw it and you acted on it. And you said, I'm going to save this one and that one and he'll go to this one. And Lord, here I am doing the same thing. And I pray, Father, from the words that are coming out of my mouth that those who may hear, they are pricked in their own heart. And they will go pray for someone else. And those people will get saved. And the domino effect will happen. And your family will grow. And the, the marriage of the bridegroom will got the, the banquet hall will be full of all of those who love the Lord. And they will bypass the eternal judgment that they rightfully deserve. Because you loved us, Lord. In your mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. amen. amen.